Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of Alice McCarthy's Wrestling Daily. It is I. Alex McCarthy in the hot seat alongside Sat E, the Yankee, the one and only. How are you, brother? Mate, you're the only one that gets it right. You even know the beats to take before you do it because it's meant to rhyme. But yeah, I'm great. Sat E, the E stands for anime. I am the enemy of everyone with my takes. They're polarizing. They're not as polarizing as my predecessors, but they're polarizing <laughs> nonetheless. So yeah, before we begin, please get us the fifth. 15k subscribers because what happened is we get to do a mac you like to do it we get to do what war games prison mania war games where we get to whoop those wrestle talk jabronis whoop that ass booties yeah yeah welcome we're live pal What's causing all this, AMAC? What's causing all this? That's a good segue. I'm going to be on. We're live, pal. In about an hour, if you guys want to stop by the Wrestling Observer YouTube channel, I'll be there with Denise Salcedo and Andrew Zarian. You guys can catch me. And that is an hour. So for those of you that are craving an hour's content with yours truly, that's where you can find it. But alas, we are here on Wrestling Daily and we've got some news to talk about. You know how we get down on this show. Of course... You can have your say on this show as well. You can dictate where it goes. You can have your say on current events. You can have hot takes. You can do your damn thing. And you can do that with WrestleTalk.com forward slash Wrestling Daily. The mod mother herself, the almighty mod mother, I should say, will then get your stuff on screen. So do feel free to chime in with your opinion. Sat, there's a bit of news to crack on with tonight. Let's get into the uh, titular news, as it were. Yes. I'm just going to read the headline as is written on Wrestle Talk. Charlotte Flair not popular behind the scenes in WWE. Uh, now, let me let me put out a, a, a preface to this report. Ringside News are apparently. At the crux of it, I am no fan of Ringside News. Not saying that they're always wrong, but they've proven to be hit and miss, I think is the best way to put it. And I just don't think they're very nice people for some of the stuff they've put out. But nonetheless, uh, Ringside News uh, has had several WWE backstage reports confirming uh, by the lights of Fightful and Meltzer, as I'm told here. Um, But they are reporting that 
Flair and Lynch switch was a big topic of discussion this week. Of course, the two champions of Raw and SmackDown have traded places. Um, and the, the, the quote that Ringside have gone with here is, how Raw gets Becky, who everyone likes, and SmackDown gets Charlotte, who is not popular behind the scenes. Uh, despite that reaction, apparently Fox pushed hard to get Charlotte Flair. Uh, and actually wanted her ever since 2019 when their time with SmackDown began. So it seems like they got what they wanted, but they had to give up the man, big time Bex, in order to make it happen. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm going to let Sat take his port of call here first. I, from my experience of dealing with Charlotte Flair, who I have done a lot, um, She's one of WWE's like PR juggernauts. Like if there's media to be done, she is like the female John Cena. She's out there doing it all around the globe, doing the PR appearances. Um, she's one of the hardest workers going. I've had several women talk about how genius she is in terms of putting stuff together and helping people with their uh, body of work. You know, Rhea Ripley, I remember telling me, that Charlotte was the brains behind some of the best spots. That I mean, the triple threat she had with Sasha, and do you remember they had the figure eight cradle, and then Rhea, uh, sorry, cradles Sasha whilst in the figure eight to get the win. That was Charlotte's idea, and they, she was lavishing praise on how much Charlotte had helped her at that stage. Mandy Rose has told me previously about Charlotte being a big help backstage. So it's hard to say. This is, a, this is such a sweeping statement. Do you know what I mean? Are they saying the producers don't like working with her? Is this are the higher ups? Because I find it hard to believe that people like Triple H don't like her. Um, or is it that her peers don't like her, Sat? I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to weigh in on this one either way, really. Because to me, in my experience, I've never heard anything like this. But alas, this is not my report. Before I do let you jump in, have I, just, have I seen... Hector Rodriguez has joined the force. Ah, he's a good egg. What's up, mate? I'm not going to do any um, Hispanic, like, you know, stereotypes because, you know, you might not be down with that. So welcome. Good egg. Welcome. Good egg. Welcome. We've got a new member. His name is Hector S. Rodriguez. Olale, amigo. <laughs> Yeah, man. Welcome, bro. Call the fire brigade. We got a hot new member. It's so hot in here. Oh, hey, <laughs> Mac. Before we begin, put on, put up the BS meter and put it on red. The Sorry, BS man, meter um, on red. It sounds like Scott Steiner's in my living room. Hello, if you hear me, BS meter <laughs> on red. All right, you got it. There it is. Sat said it. Charlotte. Bush, isn't it? It's BS, <laughs> and I tell you why. I've never met the woman, so I can't vouch for her like AMAC. But I've seen her in interviews, and most recently she was on oral um, the oral sessions with Renee Paquette, the live one when they were in Vegas, you know, for SummerSlam. And she was talking about when she had a match against Rhea Ripley, the ones where fans were trying to hijack with We Want Becky, and she flipped them off. So I think it was like Money in the Bank. And she mentioned that the reason why she did that is she found him being really disrespectful. And he said that he did it for Rhea Ripley because it's her big time moment. They're trying to hijack it. She didn't think it was fair. That's the type of person she is. She thinks about other people from, mm -hmm. from the interviews, from the women themselves coming out. 
with except for maybe like Ronda Rousey with the joke trashing of I don't know of Becky, but we never hear anyone dissing Charlotte Flair outside her persona. So I think it's BS. I think it's a Meltzer agenda. You know how Dev Meltzer's gonna issue with Charlotte Flair and Andrade El Idolo. So I don't the fact that Meltzer's name crept up. I smell crap. I smell doo-doo. I smell a lie. <laughs> In fairness, I think the, the way it's written is more lending credence to what Ringside have done in the past rather than Meltzer or Fightful saying this is true. You understand? Like, so I don't think Meltzer's actually, got, unless I, I could be mistaken, he might he might have put something out about it. I haven't read it, though. Um, so I think in this instance, it is Ringside News taking the leap of faith. But I I could not say, like, and I would, I would, but I, I, all the superstars I've spoken to, none of them have ever gone, God, in Charlotte Flair. Um, not once. Uh, in, in, in fact, it's on the record, it's been to the contrary. So, yeah, who knows if things have changed in light of Andrade heading to AEW and Ric Flair being gone from the company. I don't know. It's possible. I'm not going to rule it out completely, but I don't buy it on the face value. Um, yeah. I mean, if one. it was true, Raw would have ended quite differently this week, ladies and gentlemen. You think? Listen, they, 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 it was going so well. It's like the plane was landing. It's nearly there. It's beautiful. Then they decided to just drop it. Just drop the ball. <laughs> it's right there. She's leaving the show. Yeah. What do they do? Time out of tradition, guys. You got to put over your, your new top star on your way out. She didn't do any of that. They didn't allow her. It's not Charlotte does not control the show. Whoever's behind it is a bonehead. It's a piss at. It's a piss. <laughs> Tri- All right, Trips. Thanks for that. Um, I saw something earlier from Lizzie Stallion, I want to say, where she was asking, is the bubble machine retired? It's not. I uh, I, I just need to fill it up with bubbles. <laughs> I don't want to have another full start moment that we had last week. So it'll be back when I can be bothered to put bubbles in it. That's all. Um, so, yeah, interestingly, Ringside News have led with that. I cannot confirm it at all. And like I said, just historically speaking, I wouldn't think that's the case i don't know how much things have changed in light of andrade and rick leaving i don't i don't know maybe it's possible but i doubt it if it's uh, not wrestle let's... votes i don't i don't believe it wrestle votes or nah. <laughs> oh nah. uh right let's jump into some more news on the docket here um and this comes from you mentioned him earlier the predecessor louis dangor over at give me sport now and he says Montez Ford is somebody who's in line for a serious push. Montez Ford, of course, is one half of the ever so charismatic and successful Street Profits. And man, he's been on a good roll. Of course, a few weeks ago, he had a match with Roman Reigns. And Louis says that was viewed as a trial for him as a singles wrestler, which he is said to have passed with flying colours. Um, that's all Louis really has to bring to the table on that report. But it is worth noting that Meltzer, um, I do believe it. I, I want to say it's Meltzer. I don't want to wrongly attribute, but I'm sure that they. it was reported that they considered splitting up the street profits in the WWE draft, having right. Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins on separate brands. Uh, and of course, that would have been where Ford's push began. But the two men apparently fought to stay together. Um I mean, the door is open for Ford in the future. Look, I mean, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not like I'm not like pouring cold water on the report or anything. 
it's um I'm sure Louis right, but um it's not much of a I don't want to say it's not much of a report. I'm trying to find the right wording here. Like, yeah, obviously, Stay obviously obvious. Montez, obviously Montez Ford has a bright future. We know this. Um, and being put in those spots with Roman, uh, you know, I think that tells you everything you need to know as well about that. They're trying to see how he'll do in those settings. But I mean, it's been obvious for a long time, just from a charisma standpoint and being over, Montez Ford has a high, high ceiling. Um yeah, whether that match with Roman was a quote-unquote trial or not, who knows? Because I don't think the Street Profits will be splitting up imminently or anytime soon, probably, for that matter. But, yeah, I, of course. Of course you're going to... I mean, nothing against Angelo Dawkins. I think he's come on tremendously, by the way, over the past year to 18 months. But there is no outshining Montez Ford. That man is, like, magnetic sat. Oh yeah, and I know a, a thing or two about magnets. Uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I liken this to Jeff Hardy in 2001. So if you remember, the Hardy Boys went through a period of time where they were still a tag team, but they each had singles gold. And if yeah. you remember in 2001, um, Jeff Hardy defeated Triple H. The Hardy Boys did not break up. It's just that they put Jeff in key moments where he got to shine the brightest, more brighter than the match sometimes. And I feel like it's the same situation they're doing with the Street Profits. I don't think they're going to break them up this year because, you know, we're coming up to the winter times, you know, next few months. I'm thinking <laughs> <Yeah>. maybe, <laughs> staying the obvious, Captain yeah. Obvious here. Walk, walk me through the calendar. Thank you. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> it's dark outside, guys, <laughs> in the UK. Um, I'm just thinking by next summer, possibly that's when things were heat, were heat in terms of um, pushing Montez Ford more of a singles wrestler. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking right now they need, they need street profits more than... In term, then Montez Ford is a single star. If that makes sense, I feel like yeah. see what the landscape is like, see what the roster's like once they've um, settled in in the new places and the new spot and so forth. See how the crowd takes to him in in, in big moments. If he continues to draw a, a big reaction, that's when they should go more with him. I mean, he's he's charismatic as heck. He, you know, he talks really well. I mean, he's just a bundle of energy and charisma. He's going to be a big star. And he does cool things in the ring. I mean, yeah. he's, he's one of those wrestlers who didn't go to the indies, but yet he's got, you know, appreciation from the wrestling audience. So he's got all the tools, but I'm, I just feel like they've got another tag team titles in them. Ones they don't have to swap around, you know. <laughs> they've got another tag team title reign, one or two in them before this, you know, bid the team adieu. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, like, we're dying for Montez to, you know, like, it's like, oh, we need... You know, another baby face or something imminently. No. Um, you know, a bit like when they really needed a top heel and JBL kind of broke away in the early 2000s. And it's funny, you talk about the Hardy Boys doing their own thing for a while. I remember Edge and Christian doing that because then Edge wins King of the Ring. The jealousy happened. Christian turns. We all know how that went. Um, but I don't know what they would do with Angelo Dawkins. Right? I, think, I think there is a lot you could do. Like, yeah. please don't please don't confuse what I'm saying here. But I think he'd get tuckered. That's what we're calling it now. He'd get tuckered. Uh, Otis, like when, when Heavy Machinery broke up, that, like there was not one semblance of an idea for Tucker. Not one. Not one. They were just thinking about Otis all day. Um, and he was gone from the company before long. I think Angelo Dawkins trying to find his own footing in WWE right this second would be hard. Um, and I just think how like complex and loaded the WWE roster is, 
And yeah. I say complex in the way that WWE handles them. I, I think he would really struggle to like break out as a character. Not because he can't, but because of how WWE would do it. Um, so yeah, man, I, I, I don't know. No, and I'm, I'm, I'm also to the fact that Angela Dawkins comes across as a laid back individual. I feel like he feeds off Montez Ford's charisma. It's Montez Ford's energetic promo. He's like, yes, I am. Yeah. Even when he's dancing, he's, he's, he's a bit two steps behind because he's like, you know, Montez got that energy. So you look slow-mo next to, you know, Montez. So, you know, I like Angela Dawkins. The guy is deceptively tall. Apparently he's legit 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, then back yeah, basketball big. shorts. Just creates illusion for his legs. <laughs> he's mm. a big guy. As WWE likes big guys. He could be a big nasty heel. But then it reminds me of Shad when when um Crime Time, you know, Crime Time broke mm. up. They thought Shad's gonna get big push. Then they gave up on him after a couple of months and he lost the big the one and note like the blow off match against JTG. So I'm worried that if Mont if uh, Angela Dawkins don't show a semblance of charisma or a mean streak, I think if he can show a mean streak, then he can do well. But I'm never gonna doubt a wrestler. I mean, once upon a time there was Ted DiBiase Jr. and Cody Rhodes, and we all thought Cody Rhodes would be the Marty Jannetty, and look what happened. A lot of times wrestlers were surprised. Did we? Yeah, Ted 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 DiBiase was next. He had next, and it bought legacy. I, 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 I liked him, but I always thought Cody had something. Always, Cody had something when he became dashing, but that's another time, another conversation for another time. <laughs> no, actually, undashing when he wore the mask, I was like, okay, it's got pathos. But we'll talk about it another time. Pathos, I like it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Right, man, we're on the closing stretch here, so we do need to get into the last bit of news. And it's been very interesting, Sat, right? Like, I, I, we're not going to do the whole ratings talk, right? We're not going to, like, dive into it because it's, yes, it's exactly that. It is 
very sleepy stuff on Twitter. Uh, I believe that AEW and WWE drew in the demo, but AEW defeated WWE in the small half an hour crossover that there was or something, right? Uh, but AEW had the overall viewership. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. But on that note, so Tony Khan has been very combative. I say all that to say that. Tony Khan has been very, very on the offense um, regarding, you know, all of these numbers and competing. And uh, Eric Bischoff, a man who knows about competing with WWE, had this to say on 83 Weeks. Uh, and he basically told Khan to shut up and allow wrestling to do the talking. Which, by the way, if you're a fan of the Monday Night Wars, it's so f***ing rich, it's unbelievable. But the man is speaking from experience. He's obviously learned some lessons. So let's see what he has to say here. He says, if Tony were to call me and ask for any advice, I doubt it, um, here's what it would be. Shut up and wrestle, dude. Just put out the best product you can. You've proven you can. Focus on that. This is weird coming from me, right? He knows. The guy who challenged Vince McMahon, the guy that gave away all the finishes. But here's the difference. I was in actually competing with them. I was going head-to-head, real head-to-head. My show started at the same time his show started every single week. That's real competition. So I'm a little disappointed in the rhetoric I'm hearing out of Tony, as well as some of the talent. Shut the f*** up until you're actually competing and you're actually competing favorably. Oh, Jesus. And by the way, Tony, in 1996, I was kicking WWE's ass every week in a real head-to-head competition, not oh, a no, cosplay competition. Oh, ho, 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 ho. I'm <laughs> rolling up my sleeves. I'm rolling up my sleeves. Get ready. If you're triggered and you're a Tony Khan fan, get ready. I'm about to go in, let me, guys. Let, let me tell you something, sir. <laughs> yeah. Where's the, where's the lie? I see no lies, ladies and gentlemen. I see no lies. And I tell you, I see no lies. Number one, yeah, Tony Khan's been doing a lot of backhanded compliments. I like WCW, we're not going to end up like them. So I don't blame Eric Bischoff. Mm. Bischoff did not start it. People thinking, hey, Bischoff's been a bit harsh. No, Bischoff's hearing this rich boy, right? This oh. wealthy guy, he craps mm. gold, right? <laughs> you rich boy. Dollar. He's a rich boy, rich boy Mark with all that money. Okay. Dog. Dog. Let me tell you something, dog. Yeah, so basically, <laughs> you know what? You know when you, you're in a relationship in the beginning, you're scared to fart in front of your other half, right? Yeah. Now, yeah, two yeah. years in, Tony's getting a bit too comfortable. He's farting in public. That's what he's doing. <laughs> he's <laughs> and farting in public and not caring, forgetting that he is an exec. He's running a company. You don't see Vince McMahon pulling down his pants. Okay, having people scratching balls, but yeah, yeah, well, not, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, you don't see Vince McMahon making a fool of himself. He's not lowering himself down. Tony Khan, he's lowering himself down and he's making himself a mortal like everyone else. When he should he's be emotional. focusing, he should be focusing on winning big. He got a crumb of cookie, you know. And you're every bitch of saying, I own a cookie company. You just got cookie crumbs, son. If you got big balls, challenge them. He talks a good game, but where's the cojones? Rampage against SmackDown fully. Do it. You got the stroke. You do, I got the money. Just do it. Do it. That's what it is. That's mm. what I want to say. Because Tony talks a big game, but back it up, son. This is cosplay. I grew up in the 90s. I know what a Monday Night War is. AMAC does know. If you're born mm-hmm. of the year 2000, don't chat shiznit in the chat. Because you know nothing. You know all you, <laughs> all you know about is TNA Impact and the Ruthless Aggression Era. I lived it. I was there. I'm like an angry old man yelling at the cloud. But it's true. AMAC. Yeah, I mean, just to play devil's advocate, I do think for a company... That's, you know, two years into his existence and this new show, which is only a few months old. It is a good achievement what they did. Right. Let's not let's not belittle what AEW has accomplished thus far, because it is pretty extraordinary. 
in the face of WWE's decline, right? It's like the perfect moving storm for AEW. Having said that, I, I like I like love and cringe at Tony Khan. Like, it depends on the day, I guess, or like what he's saying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I enjoy it that he's so fired up and like wrestling is a better place for being energetic, right? Like, I do enjoy it because we had so many years of just nothing. I think we'd all kind of miss it if AW and Tony Khan went away. You would. Oh, I but would, yeah. um, I do think at the same time, like, you know, he's so combative over every little detail. Um, you know, and everyone goes, oh, you know, there's no need for tribalism in wrestling. It's stuff like this that really generates it, right? Thank and you. um, and I've, you know, I, I don't know if it's needed because I think AW's product speaks for itself. It's easily, in my opinion, the best wrestling product in the world right now. I think SmackDown's my favorite WWE show, but I would say Dynamite's my favorite show in wrestling. I, I like, agree it, with that, you. That'd probably be my one and two right now. Um, so, I mean, yeah, just keep building and doing what you're doing. Tony Khan doesn't need to take advice from me. But if Eric Bischoff has the perspective to step back and say, hey, I know where I went wrong, which he seems to, well, he does every week at the moment on his podcast. But he does that. And he comes at you saying, look, maybe don't, go balls to the wall like this, maybe learn from the mistakes I've made, then I'm okay to hear it. I don't think Eric Bischoff said anything that was overtly wrong or offensive in his statement. No. Um, a bit bullish, sure. Tony Khan's been a bit bullish lately. Yeah, that's it, it, that's, that's, that's compliment. Hey, man, you didn't the... like it. Hey, man, that's like no. saying... Uh-oh, I'm, I'm going to give me sports, but I'm going to do better than AMAC. Are you going to like that, AMAC? That's a backhand. That's what? Thank you, AMAC, for paving the way, but I'm going to do a better job. I ain't going to have a tenure like you had. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm. you're complimenting me, but yet you're giving me poo-poo in between my flowers, in my bouquets. You know what I'm saying? I, like I like what Tony Khan has done. If he wants to do a war, if because they're talking about a war. We, I don't see it as a war. They're on different days. Except for Friday, when you know they had thirty mm. minutes a piece. So, like, so, if if Dynamite went Mondays, then we we're talking real war, right? I'm with you, yeah. And this demo demo business, Amac, you're in the radio business. Do everyone talk about demos? It's just usually ratings and and they keep it moving. All of a sudden, everyone now works for TV company. Everyone's not coming out with their opinions. You're just spouting words you're reading off a piece of paper or you're seeing on your tweets. You don't even understand what the heck is going on. Yeah, this eighteen to twenty nine demographic, blah blah. blah. It's like. Unless you work in a TV company, just you know, be quiet, guys. Just watch wrestling. You know, it's that is very butt focused today. Yes, I am. My butt is is clenched as well, as well. You know, oh, a little perspiration coming out as well. Yeah, I, I I I think if Tony has the cojones to go up against WWE now, because WWE is not even trying. If WWE was trying to do great, they're not. They're clearly not. We're, we're clearly still frustrated. They're still making booking errors. They don't care. They're in the money-making business. Tony, continue being in the wrestling business. If you want to do the war, go do it next year. Like Eric Bischoff said, Bischoff said, shut up and wrestle. If you don't, have the balls and go face them head-to-head. And when the new TV deals come up and stuff, maybe they will, right? Like the the, the TV deals that will be on the table at that point, then we will see how valuable the demographics are that everyone keeps talking about, right? Oh, you know, that's where all the money is. Okay, great. Well, when the next TV deals are up, we'll see how valuable they are. Um, I, you know, I, I just, I feel with, with Tony, you know, I, I can understand, man. Like he's emotionally involved. I, I get it. I get it. But at the same time, I, I don't know. He's, he's gonna, 
he's kind of putting himself in a position where he's making a bed, right? And you don't want to, you don't want to have to lie in it one day when, uh, you know, when WWE kind of any. If they try, if Vince tries, just let Vince try, and then we'll see. And then also, you could tell Tony used to be on the message boards from the way he's tweeting. My goodness, have your you're an exec. He's thinking too much like a human. Don't think human, Tony Khan. Think exec, Tony Khan. He's better than this, basically. I'm just saying. Yeah, people talk smack. Uh, I don't know. You know what? Like, it's, true. it's kind of it's kind of refreshing. Like for me, um, so there's been a couple of times where. I've needed to know something to report and I've just DM Tony and he just, he just tells me like, can't DM Vince McMahon. You know what I mean? Like there's, no. there's a difference to me. The, um, that human element of him. And he like, he like, you know, when you go to the show and he like, he knows who the f- you are. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying it like it wows me. And I'm like, Oh my God, I have to heat praise on AEW. I just mean, it's very different to WWE, like this huge machine. I so agree. like he knows wrestling yes. and everyone in it. Right. Yeah. Which I do think, is actually quite a a refreshing take. But I'll tell you what, I don't really even tweet about the ratings anymore, right? I tweeted yesterday just because Tony Khan called someone dog in a tweet, which I found hilarious. But, uh, well, hilarious slash mental. Um, but I, I don't, you know, I could not tell you what a fast national is. I, I don't, you know, I, I read what all these people are telling me on Twitter about half of the stuff. Exactly. And I think, well... Why would I know? For one, it's an American thing. It doesn't matter to us, frankly, mm. us Brits, what happens over there, other than the fact that the ratings equate to generally more money for the companies, that success. We get that. Um, but the, the I just don't tweet because there'll always be someone who tweets you going, oh, but WWE were in, uh, you know, they, they were on FS1. Okay, uh, well, AEW was in this time slot. And it, it goes on and on forever. It's exhausting. There is never, you can never definitively say somebody did, you know, somebody won this night. Oh no, there's a million reasons why. And I can't be bothered with it. Either way, um, Eric Bischoff offering advice to Tony Khan. I'm actually intrigued to see what Tony does with it because I do find Tony to be uh, in the flesh, a humble human being, um, but he is very combative lately. So. We'll have to see, man. The man, the man's balls have grown and grown and grown with AEW success. I'd say that. I love it. It's entertaining. People don't. Okay, I may have said what I said, but I love the fact that Tony Khan's doing this. But, but at, at the same time, yeah, it feels like Meltzer and and others they like to move the goalpost a bit because technically WWE did win the the ratings battle. You know, because no, but the demographic says, and I'm like, is that goalpost moving a bit? That's why I don't care because mm. it's like, all right. But the numbers say this, like, no, the demos, but the demo, I'm like, you know what? I'm, I want to watch wrestling. That's what I'm here for. I'm not here to talk mm. about analytics and ratings. That's not my bag. That's not my kink, guys. I like to be a big sweaty man slapping each other, levering each other's body oil and just, you know, putting them in the chin lock, headlock, suplexes, putting each other through a table, pinning each other one, two, three, or submitting each other. That's what I'm into. Numbers, ratings, fast nationals, yawn fest. Listen, I'm seeing here, I, I'm, I'm sorry if anyone can hear my children going crazy, by the way. I'm going to go deal with that in a second. Um, but Forgotten Wonder Zubek says, Oli can't hold one single note. Luke is the only one who can sing. You Don't disrespect Wrestling Daily. There's some great voices here on the Wrestling Daily YouTube channel. Thank you very much. Um, SB3 being the leader of that. But anyway, uh, half an hour gone. There it is once again. Sat, thank you so much, brother, for stopping by. Where can people find you this week? 
if you want to talk more about flatulence, follow me at sat next to you. I'm very open to talk about flatulence. If you want to talk about films or wrestling, at sat next to you. Hey, Mac, where can they find you? Alex M underscore TalkSport. And of course, I'm going to be on with you. We're live, pal, on Wrestling Observer's YouTube channel in about 30 minutes. So come by and join me. And I'm going to be dropping some more nuggets from my Jericho interview tomorrow. If you want to watch that, Inside the Ropes. If you want to listen to it, Talk Wrestling Podcast. I've got you covered on all bases. Whatever you like, whatever the senses like to digest, I gotcha. Uh, I'll be back here tomorrow as well with the man himself, SB3 for the, 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 the Daily Boys. And I won't be here Thursday though because I'm going to go see Dave Chappelle's sat. So SB3 is stepping in with Steph Chase and they'll be handling the crown jewel reactions. Oh, I'm so upset. I won't be able to watch that show live. Oh, Chappelle, Crown Jewel. How hard. Yeah. Oh, how will I ever decide? Um, decision made for me. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, we will be back here tomorrow, 8 p.m. But until then, thank you for watching. 